No other king could vanquish the war horse or silence the warrior's rage while riding the lowly back of a donkey. No other king could break the dominion of darkness, the tyranny of evil, with a reign of grace and a kingdom of peace. No other king could give his life for the redemption of rebels, his wealth to welcome the outcast. Jesus is that king, the king of glory, son of the living God. Not just another king, not just another prophet, not just another teacher. He was the one the world had been waiting for. The one to deliver us from captivity, the son of David and Abraham's chosen seed. He is the goal of the Mosaic law, Yahweh in the flesh. He is the one to establish God's reign and rule, to heal the sick, give sight to the blind, freedom to the prisoners, and proclaim good news to the poor. This Jesus was the creator come to earth and the beginning of a new creation. He embodied the covenant, fulfilled the commandments, and reversed the curse. This Jesus is the Christ that God spoke of to the serpent, the one prefigured to Noah in the flood, the one promised to Abraham, the one guaranteed to Moses before he died, the one promised to David during his reign, the one revealed to Isaiah as a suffering servant, the one predicted through the prophets and prepared for through John the Baptist. He is the Father's Son, Savior of the world, and substitute for our sins. More loving, more holy, and more wonderfully terrifying than we ever thought possible. He is our Jesus, and there is no other king like him. He is our God, our glory, our victorious Savior. There is no other king like him. There is no other king. Jesus, you.
you guys are ready to worship and sing tonight. Come on. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was watching till I met you. My, my heart sunk a little bit 
and I'll tell you why. It's because I thought, man, if people that believed in Jesus Come on. would worship their king the same way that these guys are worshiping a band, what would our churches look like Amen. on Sunday morning, right? Amen. So I just want to encourage us tonight, worship your king the same way that Amen. I saw these guys yeah. worshiping a band because yeah. our king is worthy of our worship tonight. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Worthy is the king. Get into it. Get after it. Amen. Cool. Amen. Enjoy the night. We'll talk soon. My sin was heavy, the chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. Now you call me a citizen of heaven.
at a point in the night we just made space for us for us to be for us just to be to take a breather so why don't you join me and, and we'll sit i'm gonna sit on the end of the stage here you can just sit down wherever you are like tonight are really special because it's a chance where we can say stop to everything else and actually just come into a place where we're led by an incredible team we were surrounded by people who are singing their hearts out just like we are and we can just take a pause from everything and just sit and be with Jesus to be in the presence of our King now my wife and I over the last couple of months have been watching uh, re-watching Friends and and uh, what, we, what I've what I've noticed, the biggest thing I've taken away from it, apart from it's great, um, <laughs> is just how this this show finished in 2003, 2004. And I'm watching this, and I'm just like, how are they doing life without distractions of cell phones, without being on the internet all the time? Because of course, Friends is like pre-internet, pre-Facebook, which for some of you is like, what? Does that even, did that even exist? And, and you see in the show, and I know it's, you know, creative writing and all that kind of stuff, but they find these times for one another and these find these times to be and to do these things. And I, I look at that and then I look at, you know, we're like 15 years on from then. And there's so much stuff that tries to steal our attention. There's so much stuff that steals us away from other people. Our phones just like are magnets. Uh, and, I, and I was looking at this and then today when we were... Uh, setting up for tonight, we a Mumford and Sons song came on, and one of the lines in it was like, uh, "Brand my mind, brand my mind." Uh, if you're from a dairy background, you know the branding is you know the mark of the hot metal on the back of the cow's hide kind of thing. And in the song, he's saying, "Brand my mind so I don't forget." And as I was listening to that, and as I was reflecting and getting ready for for this moment, and I was. I was thinking about that and just how, you know, how powerful that image is of, you know, he, he desperately wants to never forget, so he wants to brand it upon his mind so that it never is far from his, his memory's sake. And we're about to go into a time of a communion, and it's a time of remembrance, a time of remembering what Jesus has done for us. And for me, in my processing of that, is like, I want God to brand my heart so I never forget what Jesus has done for us. Think about that image for a second. Close your eyes if that helps. Jesus searing hot metal into our heart, burning his place into our, you know, finite flesh, saying that this is mine. I am, I am with you. Never forget this. And you, you wouldn't be able to forget it because, the, you know, the burnt-in symbol, the burnt-in cross on your heart, that is Jesus's. Into, into communion in a moment and what we're going to do is there's, there's, there is a table down the back with the elements and then there's a table over here with some paper where you can you can write and reflect and maybe write your prayers but a final thought before we move into that time is is, a, is what Monica was sharing this morning about abiding and I know Caleb brought it up before as well at the beginning of the night about Jesus being in us and 
for me in my mind as we go through tonight we have those two images we have the brand on our heart and then us taking the elements which is actually inviting Jesus into us to become home within us because of what he did he is now able to be within us and part of us just like we assimilate the elements tonight Jesus assimilates himself into our deepest parts of our heart and our deepest parts of our soul so that no matter where you go, no matter what you go through, whatever horrors you may face in your life, He is with you. He's burnt into your heart. You can't get rid of that. He's always there. And it can be so easy for us as we go from Sunday to Sunday, day to day, to forget that. My prayer for us tonight as we go into this time of communion Jesus in in a way that we've never allowed him in before. That we allow him in in a way to make a permanent mark in our hearts, to become assimilated within our very core and our very being. That as we take these elements, it's not just a mid-service snack, it's something more than that. It's saying, Jesus, yes. Jesus, come. I need you. I need you to be part of my life. I need you to be part of my soul. It's a desperate cry. desperate cry for him to be with us. So when you're ready, the elements are there. We'll provide some space. Take them when you're ready. Use the table if you need to. And in, in a while, we're going to carry on. But don't let this moment pass you by. If you've been sitting on the fence, you've been holding back for whatever reason, you don't have to anymore. That's, 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 that's not a way. There's time to just throw yourselves fully in there. All right? All right? We're not holding back tonight, are we? We're not holding back tonight, are we? All right. So when you're ready, take the elements. It's going to be good. Let me pray. Jesus, we're here because you are amazing. We're here because you are our king. We love you. May we never forget what it is that you've done for us. May we never forget you as we go through the craziness of our lives. May you burn a place in our hearts. May you burn a place in our soul that is there forever.
the Bible says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's a sinner's savior. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. That's my king. He's indescribable. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't get him off of your hand. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. That's my king.
once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby, a rainbow that shone like an emerald and circled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and petals of peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing and these are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. And in the center, around the throne, were four living creatures and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being and then i looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand they encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice they were saying Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever.
as we um, as we begin to draw this night to a close. I hope you take away this one thing we've been trying to say over and over again, which is He is our King. He is our King. There's no other way through. There's no other way through life. There's no other way through faith other than with and through Him. He holds all the power. And sometimes that can be a bit like, oh, it can be difficult to follow, or you can be worried. Is He a good King? Is He kind? But he is the best. In him, there is only life and love and truth. In him, there is only hope and peace and joy. And when we surrender and we bow our knees and we say, Jesus, you are our king, what we think we're giving up are actually just our chains that hold us back. And what we receive is a life of freedom and hope and a new kingdom, the kingdom of heaven that he is bringing in our hearts and in our world. He is our king. He is your king. He is my king. And he is a good king. And so we're going to finish with one last song. You may have guessed it. You may have not guessed it. But we're going to talk about Jesus being a king again. And uh, I hope you're all right with that. Um, but let's lift him up because he is worth it and he is worthy of praise, eh? All right. Let's get your vocals ready and let's push one more time.
You know, as you go through life, my life of 38 years, you come across things that just get embedded in your mind, that years and years can go by, but something just gets embedded in your mind. And I shared with you earlier one of the moments that embedded in my mind was at the U2 concert and looking back thinking, what if, what if people worship their king the way that people are worshiping these guys, this U2 band on stage? And another moment that is embedded in my mind is tonight when these guys led us in what a beautiful name. And I'm standing up here and I just hear you guys singing your hearts out. And I feel like God says, turn around because this is what it looks like. And all you guys are just worshiping and singing your hearts out. So well done. Well done. And thanks to you guys for leading us in an epic. Thanks, team. Thank you so much. In an epic worship night. So awesome. So that brings our Sunday evening services for 2018 to a close. Oh, I reckon these guys should do one more song. King forever. What song do you want to sing as a final? <laughs> Woo, one more. So I think Monica should, should pray for us, pray for our summer. And these guys are going to close in one last song. After that last song, anybody that is hanging out that wants to help us with some chairs at the end, that would be greatly appreciated. Monica, why don't you pray for us? God, we are awestruck in wonder at the mention of your name. We are amazed <laughs> and floored by your presence. And God, I thank you for all that you've done in the life of your people this year, in this house, in this church. And God, I just pray <laughs> that tonight as you have woken us up to your presence, that that would continue tomorrow and our summers and next year, that we would have an awareness that you are with us every moment of every single day. God, keep us awake, fan the flame of affection for you, stir it in our hearts, and like Bernie said, brand us, our brains, our minds, our souls, our hearts, brand us for you, set us apart for you. Bless your holy name, God. Continue work. May your spirit, oh God, continue to fall fresh on us. Keep us awake to who you are. You are the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we worship you. So God, have your way, have your way, have your way. In our hearts and our lives. Bless your holy name. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. and amen, and amen. One more song, yeah. Take it away, guys.